Why, hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of my Vampire Diaries. I am Lark the Vampire, and this is my podcast where I tell you various chapters in my long 500 years of life. So, I've been telling you a lot lately, I'm already like three series in with this show. So, I thought... How about tell you about a nice time? Now, back in season one, I believe, I told you about my samurai days. You know, the sam- way of the samurai when I spent 97 years living in Japan as a samurai warrior and a grandmaster. But I never told you about the love of a samurai. So samurais, there were, well, they were brutal warriors. And like I say, they would always have a cup of tea before going into battle in case they didn't make it back. But there was a time, you know, there were samurais that were in, that did loving things. Now, believe me or not, samurais, we did have same-sex relations. And, you know, I got to tell you, before I came across Yukumo and turned her as such, I did do lovings with other samurai warriors, including one female samurai which was frowned upon, but yeah, I was in a relationship with her for a while. I was in a relationship with another samurai called Katsuro, who was a samurai warrior, and we were lovers for like three years, but then he died in battle as a noble warrior, I mean, I said I could turn him, but he didn't want to be turned, and I respected his wish, and he died. But those three wonderful years, I did love him, truly. My heart couldn't beat, but I just knew in my guts, even though that wasn't functioning, that he was a great man, and I was saddened when he died. In fact, so sad that I switched my emotions off for a while and went a bit feral and killed a lot during my dark times. In fact, it was that time where, for about a year, I lived in isolation, cut myself off from my fellow samurai. I mean, they didn't approve of it, but they supported me in this, but always kept an eye on me. I mean, I didn't want to end my immortality life. Um, But yes, I... I was really struck by him. But, you know, a lot of the orgies we samurais had, I don't know how much has been recorded in Japanese history, but, boy, did we really love the... the sexy time. Yeah, like I say, a lot of samurais did have sexual relations. Some with same-sex. But I knew a samurai couple... Nice guys. Stayed in touch for a while, but then they became grandmasters and grawled and succumbed to the old age and died, which was sad indeed. And then, of course, throughout my times fighting and slaying, I came across a young woman who was being sold, and because she was a virgin, she was worth a lot of money. And that was my future wife at the time, Yakumo. And, well, 
I saved her from her master who was about to abuse her. And, well, she was, well, like I say, virgin blood, very pure. And I jumped at the chance because I was starving. And I drank from her and I turned her. Because she was beautiful and I wanted to get to know her. And I'm glad I did. I mean, we soon fell in love and then, of course, we married. We actually crashed a wedding of a warlord and we slaughtered everyone in sight. <laughs> Except for the minister. We wanted him to marry us and we did. And since then, since the middle 1600s, the mid-17th century, we have been married. Uh, I mean, me and Yakumo, we have had our hiatuses from marriage. We've had our breaks from marriage. I mean, being an immortal, you you can get tired of being married for so long or in a relationship for that matter. And every now and then, we have a mutual thing where we decide to be open and, you know, try shagging other people and having other relationships for a while, which we have done a lot. I mean, we're back together now, and we're more in love than ever. I mean, there was that time where we were human for a short while, and I took her virginity properly, like, as a where she was a human. And I was a vampire, and I found out that it was her, etc. I've done a whole episode on that where I was human for a while in 2018. Um, so, yeah. Samurai love... And, yeah, it's, you know, it was, that's why I, I decided to be a samurai and I lived in Japan for so long, because the land was beautiful, the culture was different, and there was a lot of violence. There was a lot of samurai warriors, and that just gave me the perfect opportunity to slaughter and kill. Uh, anyway... I thought, these are great samurai warriors. I want to be one of them. So I actually, you know, stepped up and I wanted to train. I mean, training a woman was one thing, but an English man. Now, a man from Britain, that was just so, so unusual and unheard of. But I proved myself worthy. I proved myself worthy of my teachings with my master, Thong, and... <laughs> Thong, yeah, uh, no, his name was Fong, and he trained me, and trained to the very end, and I learnt quick with my supernatural abilities, but, I mean, he even knew as well that I was a vampire at this point, and he actually once told me to train without using my supernatural abilities, which I complied with, and I did. But I could always heal and regenerate, just as long as I didn't get my heart pierced by wood or my head cut off, and I managed to avoid all of that. At one point they made me go up some steps with heavy buckets, which I managed to, and because I trained in the day, I would wear the body armour to protect myself from the sun, because I didn't want to burn. Uh, but, yeah, I trained and became the warrior I am. In fact... The enemies feared me as the demon samurai that consumes blood of the enemies and gets their strength and power, which I kind of did do. I got, I could see all their memories and all the stuff they did when, when a vampire consumes the blood of someone 
They can see their entire life and their memories whilst drinking their blood. Also, they can taste in their blood the most recent meal that they had, too. So, yeah. Um, I was brutal in my times. In fact, to this day, I am still a fully trained Grand Master of the Samurai Arts. I mean, over time I lost my memory once and couldn't remember it, but with a knock on the head with Yakumo, I got my memories back and I remembered everything because, you know, I've lived a long time. Even though I'm immortal, I still have the memory capacity of a human and I can get a lot of things repressed, you know, by doing these things. Uh, but, yeah, in the Second World War, um, you know, I, I mean, in the First World War, I observed and watched and, you know, I'm sure I've told you a lot about the, the war, well, the First World War, about the Christmas truce, the wolf truce. At the start of this series, I did the wolf truce, which you can listen to on this podcast series. Uh, but in the Second World War, during that time, I had my katana still. And I remembered a thing here and there with it, and I used it to hunt Nazis and slaughter them with it. And, of course, if you've listened to my war diaries, you know I formed a temporary alliance with werewolves, because we had a common enemy in the Nazis and shit. And, um, yeah, uh, but, um... After the war, or when the war was ending in Europe, I heard that there was still stuff going on in Japan. And that's where I came across Yukumo again with my katana. I returned to Japan as well. There was that whole bombing as well with Hiroshima and Nagasaki that I remember. And that was quite a terrible time. In fact, that's when the Japanese surrendered because they thought, OK, no more messing around with those Americans. <laughs> um... But yeah, that's all in the past now. The Japanese are very well nice, nice and well-mannered people. They're they're very friendly in what they they like and what they do. Uh, but anyway, when I did, I decided to you know visit around, and I you know for a while I was you know my male samurai lover Kapsuro, he knew what he was getting in for with this and he knew that I loved him and stuff and everything and that I loved him and all that he was at peace with everything so he didn't really become a ghost because he had no unfinished business to attend to I remember when he died in my arms he told me to not be sad he said cry out fight for now but cry later but then recover and then he went up into the light and that's when his ghost and spirit got put to rest because, like I say, he knew that he may die and he didn't want any ties to be left loose. So I didn't see him much after that. I know that he's out there in the afterlife as a, an angel or a ghost where the ghosts in that go. Or, or the spirits and what have you. But yeah, not really seen him since. But anyway, I went to the battleground where he died and... You know, mourned a bit, even though the landscape had changed a lot since then. But anyway, I managed to find a grave of some of my samurai brethren. And that's when I decided to take my katana 
and bury it in the grave with my fallen samurai brethren because I thought I could always get another one somewhere somehow and it was the katana I did fight with back when I was an official samurai and I I mean samurai still existed you know in them days I mean back in the second world war in, in those times a Japanese soldier if they had a katana they were classed as samurais so there are still modern samurais about in a way I mean there's a lot of historians that work on it now but you know the samurais have lived a long time and have had open hearts and open love to many different ways and lovers and stuff but uh, yes you know samurai loving we all have been there we've all seen and done that it's you know like i say the reason why i lived in japan for in for basically an entire century like three generations and the samurai tribe the people that i was with knew that I was a vampire and I watched three generations grow and die. Lived a long time, though. Uh, but, yeah. Knowing that I was a fully accepted member of them, I, I was moved by. And I've never forgotten it since. So, yeah, even though I, I left after 97 years because I got bored and I wanted to explore the world again, with Yakumo at my side. We, I saw, I went out there again and saw the world in the, you know, in another century. So, yeah, but Japan, it still has its beautiful landscapes to this day. I mean, they have their modern cities and stuff, but there are parts of Japan that are still untouched and it's a beautiful country still, I think. Still a nice country and... I don't regret becoming a samurai at all. I don't regret living there for as long as I did. And me and last time I went to Tokyo to Japan was for the 2020 Olympics which happened in 2021 because of, you know, COVID-19. And I had a whale of a time there just enjoying it with my lover Yakumo. And um we haven't been back since but you know, maybe we'll go back again. I don't know. I mean, we like to travel the old-fashioned way in a storage container on a cargo ship. Best way for vampires to travel. I mean, we could get a plane and hypnotise our way through security and stuff, but, well, it's part of the adventure and the fun, and the shit journey makes you appreciate the destination more. And that's how I travelled a lot back in the old times anyway. I mean, I have been on planes before, over my time. I remember when I went on the first plane somewhere in the 1930s. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's nothing like it, what, is, what it is now, I believe. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I mean, I had a diary from that time when I was a samurai with Katsuro, but uh, that got lost during a raid. Um, you know, my hut got set on fire and... I lost a lot. Now, I haven't managed to keep all these diaries over my 500 years of life. I've managed to get, like, a big book and jot bits down that I remember throughout those times. But not all my diaries are saved. 
nor my diaries have survived and lived as long as I have. Anyway, these days in this century I've managed to record a lot of these down by cameras and recorders and foes, even this podcast that I'm doing for you now. Anyway, yes, I think uh, that's it for now, for this uh, this episode. I know it's not been a very long one, it's a bit short, just under 20 minutes, but uh, yeah, I talk for as long as I can and also keep you entertained. But yeah, I want to thank you all for listening and... Yeah, that's it for this episode. So, I have been Lark the Vampire. This has been my Vampire Diaries. So, yeah, I'll be talking to you soon. So, until next time, don't have nightmares.